Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Sophisticated Ratchet Podcast. It's your girl, Killer Diva. I know y'all just heard me the other day. I just dropped episode six. So I guess this is like episode seven, unofficially. Um, the reason why I did the podcast today is it's in the middle of the afternoon. I just felt the need that I needed to vent and get this shit off my chest. I call a few friends or whatever, but I still feel the need to go a little bit in depth here because it's a few things that I would like for people to, um, I guess, gauge and learn from this. And not only that, shit, we can have a conversation. We can exchange ideas or however. But, um, yeah, I have been having the absolute worst 48 hours. I don't know what, you know, they always say when really bad things happen, it's something good that's going to happen and it's going to be so amazing. Well, damn it, I am ready for that blessing. Because when I tell you, like, it has taken all of me not to, like, self-destruct or just, like, fucking flip shit. It has taken a lot. I mean, I'm talking about dealing with issues of dropping my laptop and cracking half of the screen to, um having car issues i got off at five yesterday evening i didn't even get home until like 8 30 last night so now walking to work this morning to get a ball dropped to me so let me back up a little bit for you guys i work at a law firm um this law firm is predominantly white when i first started working at this law firm i would say Besides myself, there were two other um, older black women that were paralegals, and um, there was one very young, and she's still there, one black attorney. Now, mind you, this law firm is pretty large, so I think it's maybe about 50, 50 or 60 or so attorneys housed in this particular location. They do have other locations throughout the state, so it's a pretty big deal. Well, you know, pretty big organization. Nonetheless, um, like I said, no diversity. What I did notice after I got hired is, I I don't know if they caught on or someone told them about this. They were kind of on a wave where they are hiring more black people or whatever. But I guess people would say, well, that's a good thing. Y'all always said there isn't any diversity. But when they start hiring the black people, you have a side conversation about why they hiring all these black people, like what they trying to say. So I get that. But nonetheless, I kind of felt like, okay, damn, there's no black people here. But they are hiring a lot of black people now. So I guess y'all see that y'all need to shake it up and bring some diversity in here. Cool. I had no problem with it. However... As I um, spent a little bit more time at this job, because I started this job in October, I noticed that it was very clear and it was very evident that racism dwells very deeply within these walls. And not only is racism present, nobody gives a fuck that it's there. It's not any situation where it is throw the rock and hide your hand. The shit is blatantly done, it's right in front of you, and it's like, what are you going to do? So... And a lot of things in this conversation will trickle back to that. Why it's always, always imperative to always be prepared so you never have to get ready and always have a fucking backup. Don't ever let nobody shit you in any situation. Don't ever let anyone hold the keys to your destiny. That's not up for them to decide. And it's my fault because I made this 
this dumb decision twice, this mistake. And it has happened twice. This is the second time within the two jobs. But I will say the first time wasn't so bad. And I'm sorry because I'm jumping all over. What I'm speaking in reference to is before starting at the law firm, I actually was working at um, Staples for the corporate uh, headquarters here in South Carolina. So I started that job, I don't know, like January, I would say maybe like the beginning of March, they called us all in the auditorium basically to let us know a lot of your positions are being outsourced to Guatemala. So you basically have until September to find another job. However, we will hook you up with a severance, we'll give you a bonus, whatever. I couldn't even get mad at that. Yes, I was upset in the fact that, you know, I'm a nature of, I'm sorry, a creature of um, stability so and structure. So I, I have to have things lying out a certain way. So I was definitely devastated to hear, okay, now I got to find another job. Like job hunting and moving are, to me, are the most like hideous, like, I cannot stand these things for the life of me. I hate to do those. Like I will pull my fucking fingernails off almost before I would elect to apply for a job or move. But nonetheless, um, that was what was presented to me. And I basically wrote, I rode the wave because I knew I was getting something at the end of the rainbow. And I knew that coming close to that time, I just had confidence that everything would be all right. And everything did. It was a smooth transition. Once my job ended in September, I had maybe like two weeks um, of downtown time before I started the new job at the firm. So, um, yeah, I got the job at the firm or whatever. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, this is a different look. I'm not... Uh, I don't have a background in legal or anything like that, any legal experience. My background, my degree is in marketing, business marketing. But, you know, the interview, they told me, you don't have to have any legal experience to do the job. Cool. Got the job. There's tons of legal work that I do all day. It's like I'm a fucking paralegal, but I don't have the title. I'm a paralegal. I'm a lawyer. I'm everything. Administrative assistance, all the above. So, um... Long story short, there are speculations once I started that the department may be closing. Mind you, again, I work in this big law firm, but the lawyer that I work for, he is a collections attorney. So he has like his own, uh, I would say, I don't even know how to explain it, like his own office space within the office space or his own little... I don't know. Like <laughs> we have our own little world, basically. So, um, yeah, so we heard the speculations that it may be closing. So basically, like this department was hella staffed before I got there. And due to client pulls out pullouts and different things of that nature, they had to downsize. But because of the demand of the work, they needed to bring in man more manpower. Um, hence the reasoning I was hired. So nonetheless, to kind of make a long story short, <clears throat> I got the job, heard the speculations that the department may be closing in a year. So you may want to get your ducks in a row. And I'm thinking like, shit, I just walked out of the same situation to walk into another one that's very similar, like the same exact situation. This is some bullshit. But of course, when somebody tells you that, you're thinking like, I got time, whatever, whatever. Throughout this time... 
to now, I have experienced so much, like I said, with the blatant racism in your face. I'm the type of person where if I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. Or once I notice you are that type of person, I'm not, it's dead. So, you know, I have a resting bitch face by nature, but I know that. So I try my best to combat that. So I'll speak, I'll try to smile and force it. Just to be cordial, just so that people don't feel like I'm a straight up asshole, you know, which I am, but still. So after a while, it's just like, you know what, I felt, why am I not even kissing these people asses? Why am I going out my way to speak? Just speak and all of this stuff when some days they will walk past you and not even acknowledge you. Or no one has blatantly said any, well, I take that back. I was about to say, no one has never said any blatant racist things to me, but and they haven't, but I would say very inappropriate. Very, very inappropriate. And this is going to be another topic that I talk on on my next podcast when I have um, my co-host on with me. I'll get into ideas that I have for the workplace as it relates to diversity and, quite frankly, teaching white motherfuckers how to treat us. I'm fucking fed up, and I'm sorry, like, my tone just changed, but it struck a nerve just thinking about all the bullshit that I have to endure. And that's why, again, guys, the root and the basic long end of this podcast is invest in yourself. So a motherfucker can never tell you anything. And I'm sorry, I'm not racist, but especially a white motherfucker. And I don't hate, again, white people. I hate white people that believe they really have privilege, which it's evident they actually do in some cases. But I hate when they try to use this shit in your face or just make you feel so small like I I don't like it and it puts me in a situation where I'm uncomfortable and it makes me fight with do I come out of character or do I stay where I'm at now because I know you want me to come out of character but if I don't say nothing it's like um a doormat you're walking all over me you know that I need this check so you can say whatever you want to say so be frankly with it guys because my savings account and then I'm Sad to say, it's not on fleek, fleek, fleek like that. So I'm not comfortable just walking away and saying, fuck you, bitches. I'm out of here. I can't do that in the grand scheme of it all. So I have to endure the bullshit. But, you know, of course, I tune the shit out. I'm here to do my job. That's it. So the speculations of the department is closing. It's coming. The chick that was our, I'll say, supervisor or so, my overhead, she was younger than me. She was like 20-something. Uh, totally like, you know, oh my god, this, 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 airhead type shit. I'm older than her. Um, I'll be 32 in a few weeks. So it's like some shit, I just know more than you from life experiences and just because I do. And like, another thing, if you're from South Carolina, even if you're not from South Carolina, you guys know about the USC game cause. I hate when people feel like just because they went to USC, that's a prestigious ass school and everything else under it is like fucking dirt. I went to Claflin University, if anybody is familiar with Claflin University, which is one of the top ranking HBCUs in basically any lineup. You can look it up. We are there. It's a private school. It's not cheap. It's very prestigious. The, the professors were awesome. It is an amazing university to go to. So I just hate when bitches, or I'm sorry, people feel like, oh, I went to UIC, you went to whatever, like, you're so much smarter than me or better. So she kind of had that complex. 
as well. Or sometimes they won't even acknowledge the fact that I have a college degree. They don't want to acknowledge that. But they're also threatened because <laughs> I'm just a force to be reckoned with. But anyways, you know, I, I just always felt that from her. So she basically got in, you know, did what she needed to do. Um, there were some other people that worked there as well that were very, very catty. So they would do their clinging up with each other, trying to make me basically feel like the outcast. But I didn't give a fuck because really I would not even chill with you guys if I wasn't on the clock. So I don't give a damn about chilling with you at work. I put my earbuds in and listen to my podcast and crank my workout five o'clock I'm out the fucking door I'm good I don't worry about y'all so still though you know it was a lot of things that got to me when you have small office spaces and the whispering like first of all whispering is rude from the start so there was a lot of whispering and all of this going on so eventually um she left she relocated because again she knew that the department was going to shit and I'll give her that she did say she gave me time she told me this so she left, she moved out of state. So this left her other compadres. So they had to find someone to hire to uh, fill her space. They did find someone, a black lady. So the compadres that are left, they're not really with working under a black woman, especially if they feel that they're more experienced than this said black woman. So there was a lot of disrespect that was going on during this time frame. Even to the fact of the administrative assistant, okay, we had a visitor. So this lady asked the administrative assistant, hey, can you order lunch for us? She later goes to the attorney and says, that's disrespectful and she better not like ever ask her anything like that. The attorney came back and reprimanded the, um, the supervisor. Like, that's just a small piece of all... I, I just don't want this podcast to be so long. But it's just, like, a small piece. Also, just awkward shit that they would say and inappropriate shit that they would say. My first encounter with the attorney, when I met him, he was it, was... it went like this. He was like, so, um, hey, do you like donuts? And I was like, I mean, they're cool. I'm not a huge donut fan like that. And he was like, okay, okay. Well, um, this is, there's this really cool place downtown that makes donuts. They put bacon and stuff on it. And I was like, okay, you're talking about Duck Donut. And he was like, yeah, that place. Well, I'm going to bring donuts on Friday. And like, this nigga dabs and walks the fuck off really fast. So I'm like, what the fuck just happened? For one, I don't even fucking dab. When the shit was hot, I never did it. But what makes you feel that that was appropriate? to fucking dab and are you correlating this with me just being black you know what I mean he also made it an I thought it was inappropriate a comment that chicken and waffles was soul food the fuck are you talking about like just things that they say it's like you have no regard of the fact that I am an African-American and that is inappropriate and it gets to the point where you don't even feel like correcting everything it's just like your butt your blood is boiling tick 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 and today was boom. I was over it. But um, I, I just wanted to kind of paint that picture to let you know the shit that I'm dealing with. HR, full of shit too. So again, to get back to the story of what happened today. Basically, I was greeted at the door to let me know in the midst of all the bullshit that has gone on within the last two days. 
that I have about 30 days <laughs> um, of being employed. Now, again, there has been speculations about this. We thought that May was actually going to be the end of it. But of course, we're here in July. When I heard these speculations that May would possibly be the date, I think this was, what, in March? I reached out to HR and like, hey, be real with me. I have a child. I have a livelihood. I'm not that type chick where you, I, I don't want you to surprise me with any shit where I come to work and my key swab is not working, key fob is not working, or I come in and you, hey, I need to talk to you. Give me time to prepare. That's why I respected Staples so much because they gave me ample enough time to prepare. And even though even though I knew um, there was a speculation that this may happen, still with you being HR, you're still supposed to come to me and tell me precisely, be very transparent and vivid with me and let me know that, hey, it's a possibility or not even it's a possibility because I know how business works. This shit didn't just happen overnight. This is something that you guys knew about, I would say maybe one to two years prior. You know as a business owner, entrepreneur or whatever, when your business is tanking or when it's not bringing in the revenue, it's just basic math. If you're not making enough money to cover salaries or it's just not covering the basic operation of the business, it just doesn't make sense. At some point, it's gonna crumble. But you're able to forecast that. It doesn't just happen overnight. So I don't respect anything afterwards because you can be straight up with me and tell me the fact that you don't give a fuck to tell me it just reiterates the fact that you're a racist racist fucking pigs and bigots that live on the fucking lake and basically fuck them niggas they can figure it out the attorney that i work for i know that this impacts him as well because they're not going to allow him to move upstairs with the other attorneys he will need to find another um firm to practice or however he may want to do it but the other people, the other person is part-time, so he doesn't give a fuck. He's about to go to college. The other lady is about to retire any minute now, so she is praying for this moment so she can be done with it. She's been there for 10 years, so she's happy. And again, the lady, the black lady that they just hired, I mean, she's upset because it's like y'all hired me just to warm a seat that you know that this shit was going to happen. Like she turned down another job opportunity to come work for the firm thinking that this was going to be a good move to be devastated with this news. And then again, like I said, me, myself, I just had this information, well, not information, I'm sorry, this whole situation happened at Staples. And now I'm walking into the same shit. It gets so disheartening because I have like, I have a baby that depends on me. You know what I'm saying? I have a livelihood to sustain. So like, this is just like not the move and it's not how you do things. But I just wanted to really get on here and I'm sorry if I rambled without, I could have just got to the meat and potatoes a little quicker. But I'm just still in my feelings, guys. And again, I'm being very transparent right now and I'm being very vulnerable. I just want everybody to know your worth. Know your fucking worth. Don't give these crackers or anybody the opportunity to tell you that you're out of here. You control your own destiny. Do whatever it is. Invest in yourself. Find out what it is that makes you tick, whatever your craft is, your hobby, and find out a way that you can monetize that and make some money off of it and go full hard at it. Whatever it is, do not give anyone that opportunity to dim your light by basically saying you're out of here. 
that shit is like the worst, especially when you know, like outside of these people telling me I have 30 days left, the fact of y'all just being um, sorry, blatantly racist because I'm not where I need to be financially. I can't just walk the fuck out. But I tell you one thing, this is certain. Before these 30 days are up, um, I am going to go to HR and I don't care how they take it. I just want to let you guys know that I'm not a fool. I don't hold my tongue. I'm smart about things because I know I still need to check until I find something else. But at this point in time, I'm sure I'll be okay. I'm going to let you know it's some bullshit. I see what y'all do. You're fucking racist pieces of shit. And you need to learn how to fucking treat black people. You need to have a class in diversity. What I was going to talk about on the next podcast is something that I think I'll just preview. I think should be implemented in a lot of workplaces, especially in these type environments. You need to have a fucking culture department. It is what it is. It's sad in 2018 that we have to do this, but you guys need to be trained on how to conduct yourselves around people that are different races than yourselves. And you need to learn how to stop feeling that you're superior. You have the say so. And you guys, a lot of you white bitches, and I'm sorry, you, and it's the privileged ones, not all white people. It's sad that I, I have to come back and piggyback on it. But a lot of you guys are lazy motherfuckers. You call us lazy, but we do all the fucking work and all you want to do is sit back and take the credit. And that has been the, the shit since the beginning of fucking time, my nigga. Slavery and everything, building the fucking White House to now. <laughs> we do all of the work. We built this motherfucking state. I'm sorry, this country, the United States of America. When I blood, sweat, and tears for y'all motherfuckers to come out here. Yo. I got, I'm getting passionate about it because it hurts. I just want us to do better. I want us to rise above this shit. Because if we waiting for them to break their backs and make some shit work out for us, we'll be waiting forever. We got to make our own wave, man. Fuck everybody that's in the way. Run them the fuck over. Again, whatever your passion is or whatever you want to do, go full-hearted. Because these motherfuckers don't care about you. And at any given time, they can pull the rug from under your feet. So be careful and be mindful. And whenever you can, check these motherfuckers. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to be nasty. But let them know that you don't, you don't like that shit. It was inappropriate. And this is how you should conduct yourself and this is how you should approach me. Because at that point in time, they'll they'll actually act a little different. And I've noticed that within the time that I've been at the firm. Yo, please, again, invest in yourself. I don't know how many times I, 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 I can say it, you know what I mean? It's real, invest in yourself. And I'm sorry I got a little emotional and passionate. But it's just, it just hits so deep. Like, I've always been the person to be an advocate, or not even an advocate, just speak out against racism or the fact of how living in South Carolina, I mean, not even South Carolina, I'm sure, well, it is around the world now. This shit is like, it's crazy. But living here in the South, growing up here in the South, 
that's all I've seen my whole life where they always feel like they're superior to you. You got a few good ones, don't get me wrong. But even then, they still got that good old boy mentality about themselves or still feel that you're a boy or you a girl or you a smart girl or you a smart boy. You can talk. Oh, my God. How do you speak like that? Fuck all that shit. I'm so sick of it. I'm sick of it, and I'm sick of it. So what we got to do, y'all, is we just got to get on our shit. Stop allowing them to be the gatekeepers of everything. The game not changed. Yeah, a lot of shit, unfortunately, we cannot manipulate. We can't change because the motherfuckers have been in the lead for so long that they were able to write the game. You know, as it relates to laws and all of that shit. But we've we've cottoned on. We, we've caught on to a lot of stuff. We're learning some of the shit now that they've known for years to allow them to get on. So my challenge to you as well is when you know something, you find out something that can be prosperous to yourself and your family, spread that to your brother or your sister. We got to get up out of this shit so that we can start a revolution and just... Be self-empowered. You know what I mean? We we see this with every community except ourselves. We want to fight against each other. We want to stunt on each other. We want to kill each other. We don't never want to uplift each other. A few of us do. And sometimes it's fake love, you know? I love you, sis. Good luck, sis. Good luck, bro. I love you, bro. But you don't really fuck with them people. It's just good to say. It's cool to say. Fuck all that, yo. We got to stick together and we got to get up out of this shit together. But I wanted to vent and get it off my chest. I feel a lot better. You know, I got some moves to make. (laughs) Your girl is about to be out of a job. No, you know what? I'm not even going to put that in the universe. Because I'm going to bounce back before they are able to make their decisions. Believe that. They will not shit on me. Um, I'll have a last laugh. Trust. Because... If I were to walk out that door today and not come back, the department will crumble before the 30 days. That's how dependent upon me they are. But, you know, I'm also dependent upon them right now because I need a check. And that's another thing, y'all, like preparation. Save, save, save. You'll be surprised how much $10, 15 $20 out of each check will add up to. You know what I mean? Just small. Start small if you can't put major dollars away. Like, all of that make a difference. Because when you got money, you talk different. You can tell a motherfucker anything. They can't tell you shit. You see what I'm saying? It's a certain level of fly talking you can do when you got that money to back that shit up. If I had some money in my savings account, trust me, I would be telling these niggas all type of fly shit up in there. They would have to get security, the police, or whomever to escort me out. And I won't even be loud and belligerent. It's just going to be so factual that the shit will kill them. It will eat them the fuck alive. They wouldn't be able, because right now they already know that they can't touch me. Because I'm a young, black, educated female. Don't get this ratchet shit twisted. Don't ever get it twisted. I'm very brilliant. Don't ever undermine me. And sometimes I have to remind these white folks of that. Nah, bruh. But get on your shit, y'all. Um, y'all still make sure that y'all subscribe to the Instagram page. That's the Sophisticated Ratchet at um not at gmail.com. That's our email, the sophisticated ratchet at gmail.com. But um the sophisticated ratchet, just search that 
that's on uh, Instagram. Make sure you guys are subscribing to us on SoundCloud. Also on uh, Apple iTunes, we're available. Um, I think we are in the Google market too for you Android users. But yeah, make sure y'all adding us there. If you go to our SoundCloud page, it has links to everything. Our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook, all of that good stuff. So make sure you're liking, you are subscribing. Um, it's some other things that I wanted to tell you guys. But I don't have it with me right now because, again, this was an impromptu um, podcast. But what I would like for you to do if you are listening to me, I am going to be starting a new segment on the podcast. So what I do need you guys to do is to submit questions to me, um, anything that you want to talk about. One of the new segment, segments, sorry, is going to be called uh, Flirty and 30. So that's if you have any type of relationship questions, any wild shit that you want to talk about, you know, because being over the age of 30 and, and dating, it's a little bit different. It's interesting. It's very interesting. So if you have any things that you want to discuss with me, I'm going to have like a lot of, <laughs> it's going to be different. So I'm going to have some males um, involved that can give you some perspective from a male point of view. And speaking of which, we're also going to have another segment called Ask a Real Nigga. So... A few of my homeboys that feel that they're real niggas, I'm going to have them answer your female uh, questions. So if you females want to know why niggas cheat, you know, I know they're going to keep the guy code and not keep it all the way real, but I'm going to still be here. So I'm going to challenge them if I feel like they have asked on the questions, you know what I mean? So those are two new segments that we're going to be adding on to the podcast in addition to like the wild card segment that we're already doing i'm also going to be creating a weekly playlist for you guys certain things that i'll be listening to throughout the week they'll have themes or whatever and i'll make sure um i give you that link i'll be more than likely dispersing that link on twitter which is uh tsr podcast zero zero or um Information will definitely be on our Instagram, the Sophisticated Ratchet Podcast on Instagram. Um, so yeah, nonetheless, you will have the information there about how you can get the link to a playlist. It'll probably be in the bio on the IG, make it easier. But if you guys have those questions, what I really do need you to do so that we can have those questions available by the time the podcast is available, which we really record on Sundays, that's where it should be. So try to get your submissions in um, before Sunday. But submit those questions you may have to the Sophisticated Ratchet Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can put in the subject line, Flirty and 30, if it's anything that relates to that segment. Or if you want uh, one of my homeboys to answer your questions that you're just dying to know how males think, then just type, ask a real nigga in the subject line but uh yeah make sure y'all get that to us i try i'm trying to really make the podcast more interactive and a little bit more fun you know d hasn't left the show he's still here so he'll still be making um guest appearances but we're gonna have a lot of different voices that you never heard from and some interesting things so i definitely thank you guys for all the support all the subscriptions all the likes and things of that nature but uh, tell a friend and tell a friend. Make sure, again, and I, I'm saying this for a reason. I need you guys to follow. Follow us on the Sophisticated Ratchet Podcast. That is on IG. It's going to be a lot of shit going on IG real soon. So I need y'all to make sure that y'all are, like, subscribed to us and following us on Instagram. Because if you're not, you won't fucking know. Okay? 
But you guys have a lovely day and have a lovely weekend. And I will see you on the next podcast.